Hello, Internet. I'm Dane. This is Joby. What's up? And this is Pop Episode 4. We're going to try to keep it non-political on this one. Non-political. Yeah. I don't want... Right. I, again, I don't want people thinking this you, is like a political you, podcast. Yeah. All right. You were all geared up about something, though, so... Yes. Yes. Uh, it's okay. something that's not politics related. <laughs> I just... I'm, I'm nervous. You're making me nervous. Last episode... I mean, you know what it's about. Okay. Last episode, we discussed our Lord... Bezos, Lord Bezos, yeah, it's it, kind of his, political. And his mighty fortune. Uh -huh. How is it? How is him donating to charity political? Well, because we live in an oligarchy, so you it's know, not, it's not political at all. I want to hear your thoughts on how terrible of a person he was, and then donates, we'll say, an eighth of his fortune. No, it's a, it's like, well, he lost. It's like, no, what's one one forty or one fifty divided by? 10. Well, no, he doesn't have one forty. All right, yeah, because he did. He gave some to the. He had to give half to the wife, yeah. right? So we'll say we'll third. say he has like eighty conservatively. Okay. Um, yeah. So Still. about an eighth of his fortune. So okay. that's like if you have eighty dollars in the bank, you just gave ten of it to charity. That's insane. I guess. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. It is pretty crazy. It, hold Still, on, hold on. Before he we has, get started. All right. Before we get started on this, you know what the, you know, do you know the game password? Hmm. This is for the audience. Was that a game, game show? Was that a game show in the 70s? Yep. You try to get okay. the person to say something. I'm not going to try to get you to say this. I'm just going to predict at some point. This is for the audience at home. <laughs> oh, I can't see this. this? <laughs> nope. <laughs> I'm just going to predict oh that you God. say it at some point. It's the worst. I've been setting this up the whole time. <laughs> yep. All right, so what do I think about Bezos giving away $10 billion Yes. To save the world through climate change action. I, I think it's a great thing. I I really can't really say that much bad about it. I know, I know. I wish he would still pay people more. <laughs> it's not. Don't I, worry about I this. I want to know what's on the paper. No, I wanted to do this in the very beginning before we even started any discussion. Okay. So don't don't even think it could mm. be about that. Um, I think he is doing the right thing. Like, if you deny climate change is a thing, you're an idiot. The only thing I think is debatable with climate change is how much of it is human related. Like, the climate is 100 percent changing 100 percent. two yeah. things number one antarctica highest temperatures it's the summer down there granted in the southern hemisphere right now mm -hmm. most people don't even know that so right there we're ahead of the curve but so 70 degrees in antarctica there's something wrong about that number two read an article today about fall springs now i don't know if you noticed but february has been it's it's really March like this year. Yeah, and it's been getting every year. Yeah, it's like, like I remember earlier. It used to be December used to be freezing. Now December, it's like you're rare to have a snow mild. on Christmas. Mild. It's yeah, been very it, mild. Christmas or like winter typically starts in January and goes a little bit later. This year yeah. we have like no winter. It's, it's been really weird winter around here for a while. And they said we had a couple of these fall springs. Yeah, but over but again, the last ten years, if it, like my parents say, you. You go through cycles. Some winters will be freezing cold. Like they remember when they were kids, some are freezing cold. Some are warm all through winter. Right. So that, you know, but Dan, that's just a snapshot where, you know, all the evidence, when people say there's climate change and sci this 3,000 scientists agree, they're taking collective data from not just the weather, but so many other things. Wouldn't, isn't it like heaven, Dane? Wouldn't it be better to believe in it? And I do believe in I, climate I'm, change. I'm just saying, but, but all right, but we—I don't know if you believe that we should be doing something about no, it. No, 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 no. Okay, be, so do we believe we should be doing something about it? Okay, let me let me talk uninterrupted for two minutes. Okay, okay? what do you think we should Without do about you it? Anything? Your liberal BS in okay. there. Okay. I think that it is changing. I don't know, and 
all the predictions of how much it's changing and everything like that have been wrong to some degree. Again, that's a hard thing to predict. Very hard. Um, but there's overall trend is still towards oh, yes, hottest yes. ever. But the thing like with AOC, with the Green New Deal, where we need to stop with the planes and the cows and, and the all cow- this other <laughs> stuff. Like, in theory, that's great. It would wreck the world's economy if we did stuff like that. It would, People would literally die. If you got rid of cows... We can't feed. We have to feed people something. They, exactly, they, they like eat cows. that would that would wreck the economy. People would start massively dying and everything like that. So that's not the solution. That is not okay. What Bezos is donating to is research primarily. Yeah, and like finding new technologies. That's good. That's what we need to be I doing. I think so. We need like a big ass filter. Like carbon filter, like that sucks. We and I've they heard actually, of stuff in China. That, yeah, yeah they, they're they're looking into this literal buildings. Yes, that they're a whole designing. building mm-hmm. or like artificial trees. Or I heard another thing he should be doing. Again, my first idea is planting a whole bunch of trees. What kind of trees? Any kind of trees. Well, I'll, if you had your choice, if I had my choice, it would be the cannabis sativa. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> I know, shocking, isn't it? <laughs> but if I heard that is actually. Actually, a rational solution to climate change. We should be planting a shitload of trees. Like the problem is for cows and other things. You know, for cows and other uses for land. That's what a lot of these areas, like of our rainforest uh, greenery, is being cut down for. Yeah. Is for agriculture, mm-hmm. and we should be replacing that shit. I always said that, like, uh, like paper companies should. That should be their thing. Like, you know, for every tree we cut down, we'll plant two. I think. Some companies do things like that. Yeah. Not enough, though. Right. Uh, um, and, again, this is where people like AOC I have a big problem with, with their solutions because the, her solution is get rid of cows. It's always – Bernie Sanders, to some degree, I feel like does this, too. Not to the same extent. I think he's a lot smarter, thinks things through a lot more. She has a childlike understanding of solutions <laughs> where if you get rid of cows, where are you going to make that up? Because you need to be feeding people something else. Oh, sure. So you need... All that space is going to have to go towards growing plants or something like that. Which is going to, you know... Again, I even tried researching this. The numbers aren't out there because no one, I don't think, really looks into this. How much water is that going to take? How much land is that going to take? Certain, like, soils are not sustainable to keep being farmed over and over and over. The one Joe Rogan podcast. They said we have about 60 harvests left. Before, like, our soil is basically gone. Well, that's because we monocrop. Everything's a monocrop. Yeah. That, when he has guys like that on, it's really interesting that when they talk about... scared me. Yeah, it is scary. And then they talk about, you know, we should be doing some more responsible farming practices, I guess. Mm-hmm. And that, that would go a long way. But, I mean, again, you got all the big businesses, big, big sugar... Big, uh, big cereal companies, you know, everything. Wheat, corn... Soy, wheat, corn. Yeah, everything. Has a everything lot, is a very... lot of money. It's soy, wheat, corn, dairy. Oh my god! Can you imagine the dollars that go into that every year? All the all those the industries keeping people those fed? industries are so so short sighted in they just want to make money. They just want to make a quick buck, and you know, I mean, they're businesses. And it's commodities too, so it's something mm-hmm. that's people are never gonna not drink milk. Like, yeah. I mean, I switched over to almond milk, but. Because I'm, you know, I'm liberal. lefty, liberal, and, you know, you should all know how 
good I am for switching over <laughs> almond milk. And, you know, some people do meatless Mondays, but that's, again, the individual, that's what drives me nuts when your people say, oh, you should, uh, don't, don't fly on planes. And like, it's going to take a lot more than the individual contribution. Like it's going to take big industry. Well, okay. Changes. So I think like AOC, when she said people need to stop using planes and then she was flying all over the place and she literally said, well, I have to fly on planes for my job. That's a hundred percent hypocritical, but there are things we can do. We can't stop using planes right now. Until new no. technology exists, we can't stop using planes. But there are things that every individual can do. Every individual can, and we had a huge, and I know he's going to watch this and he's going to comment on it, because God forbid Don doesn't comment on our Facebook stuff. <laughs> I love you, Don. <laughs> Never ending. <laughs> could always count on him. We could always count on Don. Um, but his argument was about, the, like I said, the straws and the plastic bags and everything like that. Every single person, it is it is very simple to stop using straws and stop using plastic bags. That affects your life so minimally. In two weeks, you wouldn't even notice it anymore. Mm-hmm. You can't give up like he said, and, he, and he's right. A cell phone, when it comes to farming for the batteries or and you know digging out the lithium batteries and everything, does impact the environment. But people can't right now stop using cell phones without drastically impacting their lives. Everything, everything would be. Yeah, flipped upside down. Oh, if we all terrible. stopped using computers it, and cell phones right exactly. now. Exactly, or or planes or anything like that. Electric cars right now are not affordable for everyone. But te- Tesla wants to in the next year or two have a thirty five thousand dollar electric car. I see them everywhere. Yeah, I don't know about well, you. Like well, a couple for- years ago, I saw about about five years ago i saw one now i see them yep. now i see one a day maybe there's a lot more of them lot, so that that's getting more. more mainstream where people are going to be able to start using electric mm-hmm. cars right now in this area like for me sometimes i drive close to over 200 miles a day right so for me it doesn't really make sense for an electric Stop car charge right now listen i think a lot of these a lot of our, our lefty liberal plans are ambitious but they're ambitious for a reason because they're could, ambitious but they're not realistic we need real we need all right. realism well i think i think that we were on the right track with the technology stuff mm-hmm. cuz i think you bezos know, if we could figure out a way to to you know make a big technology that's going to clean all this stuff up and you know i, I mean listen we got to stop the i mean when it comes boils all boils down to is that we got to stop the the warming cuz what do you see See that the but, effects. Like if we at least at least get it down to you know, I mean, you know, some scientists are saying that we're past the tipping point where, you know, it's going to keep warm, getting getting warmer anyway, no matter what we do. Yeah, and, well, that's, and that's pretty scary and that's, right there. But we got to exactly get it down. Is the problem where it becomes political because mm-hmm. scientists say that it's going to, regardless of what humans, some scientists again, the the, the data is so mixed. Right. Everyone agrees the climate changing, but it's how much humans are having an impact on it or how much humans can't affect it. Some people, and again, I, I haven't done the research on this, even believe that, you know, the the climate has on Earth been changing to some degree Absolutely. since Earth. Well, we talked about and, it a couple and, weeks ago. And plants adapt, animals adapt, right. some of them die off, yeah. some of them don't. Well, that's the, that's the scary thing to think about. Are we going to make it? Yeah. When, when, if, it, if it's getting warmer and there's nothing we can do about it, it's going to get warmer, how are we going to handle that? Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I mean, think humans to some degree... We're very adaptable. Yeah. And, you know, I, I was talking to somebody about this the other day. Like, we're going to... The coastal cities are going to... Coastal cities might be in trouble. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you might see a, 
a big boom in the, the Midwest of the country, like where all these cities. <laughs> this might be beachfront property yeah, one day. <laughs> right. Truly. Well, I mean, I think people are going to go even farther in a hundred years. They're going to be, you know, it's like going to be like Minneapolis and Ohio and Michigan, places like that are going to have the big population centers if people are moving away from the coast. Yeah. Due to climate change. If the water's coming up, like my, they say Miami's like completely screwed. Like they're going to be, Miami's going to be underwater mm-hmm. in like, 50 years before before 2100, you know, so it's got about 80 years. Miami might have 80 years left. They're already pumping every year. They're, they're pumping water out of Miami. They yeah. have pumps going all the time to pump water out. At, at some point, it's like, <clears throat> when do you give up the ghost on that, mm-hmm. you know, and say, okay, let's so just I'm saying at some point, go it's somewhere gonna, else. It's, it's going to be more It's going to be more work, and they're going to be fighting a losing battle, keeping the water out of Miami. They're going to have to let the ocean take it. Yeah. Which is a scary thing. You know how many people... Yeah, I mean, have, it isn't, speaking it isn't, of beachfront property, you know how many people are going to lose money down there when their beachfront property gets washed away? Yeah, but that's so. just... I mean, that's just change, though. Like, so you, right. so something else becomes beachfront property. Yeah. It's not like we don't have space for people. The entire Earth's population can fit comfortably inside of Texas. I don't know about that. No, no, no. That's a, that's a fact. Is that a fact? That, that's a fact. We not can... like... Not like... Um, I feel like you know, like shoulder to with shoulder. lots can... of space to grow or anything like that, but like you can have a house like a seven point little... five billion people in Texas. Texas is huge. I heard dude. it's well. I heard it's huge. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've never been to Texas, but you look at it compared on a map or when now they you compare me... it to other places. Now you got me worried that it's not live comfortably. It's just fit. Yeah, Texas. shoulder to shoulder. Everybody's like this. I don't know. Okay, so it's one of those two. But still, it's like when you think of all the geography I on think... Earth and how big Texas is, there's a plenty of room to lose. I think. That there's still way too many people. Well, and yeah, and I, we're supposed to we're supposed to level off at about nine and a half, ten billion, and then it's supposed to come down. I, like, I just, just naturally, saw but, where the birth rate right now is not going to sustain the death rate, okay. and people are freaking out about that. Like, oh, we we're not going to continue to grow. It's no good. Good. Yeah, yeah. let's start losing some people here. They, well, they say it's due to education. So mm-hmm. you know, people are becoming more educated on how to plan a family, which is good. And we need to sterilize everybody as much as possible, especially the, well, the poor little, and dumb. A little extreme. Yeah. <laughs> that, that could be a good first step in, uh, in not, combating climate change. I'm not going to disagree with that. I'm just not going to agree with that until this supports me, until this podcast supports me enough that I can lose my job. <laughs> um, so the, the population, though. Crap, where was I going with this? Back me up here. Damn, I had a really good thought, and then you threw it me was, off. Well, population is naturally going to come down in the next oh, several oh, yeah. decades. So there's going to reach a, a pinnacle, and then it's going to start tapering off. So there's there's a trend where in times, like in hard times, where people like die frequently and everything like that, the population goes up. And in good times, where people are living well and everything like that, the population goes mm. down. And... It's speculated. I don't even know if it's speculated. I think it's just proven that it's because, like, if you expect more people to die, you have more kids. Okay. Basically. And if times are hard, you have more kids to, like, help you with farming and, and do stuff like that. This sounds like it's, like, on a micro level, This these I trends. I think that's, like, a global level. You think? I don't know. So, speaking of people dying, how many do you think the, this coronavirus is going to take out? Like five. Like five? Dude, uh, Ebola. Remember that? Do you remember all the people that died? This one sounds pretty scary, though. they stacked all the bodies for that, too? Yeah, there was... I mean, people die, but they don't die in America, so they don't really count, right? I don't understand how you can be so 
distrustful of the government. Yet when the government's clearly building up, and the media are clearly building up hype about something. No. The only people it's, that have died clear. about it are people that are compromised or really old or yeah. really young. Oh, man. I'm... That's it. If I got coronavirus, I'd go into work. <laughs> I don't even tell anyone. It's like a little robot. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I would take DayQuil. DayQuil. <laughs> Back to work, Knock baby. Knock it right out. That's what Americans do. But don't get off trend, Joby. Yeah. Jeff Bezos. <laughs> I want you to say something nice. He gave, this is true, the second largest charitable donation in history. No kidding. Like, yeah. And adjusted for inflation or? I, all I read was second largest. Okay. I, I think I think just adjusted. second largest donation so in history. Someone else gave more than $10 billion? Yep. Oh, okay. At some point. Not adjusted for inflation. How crazy is that? It's awesome. I mean, I hope they hope that it really does go to develop something amazing that changes what the heck we're doing to the atmosphere with all this CO2 that we're pumping into it. Like I said, is it something that's going to, I mean, get us back down to that point where we're not pumping CO2 and CO2 into the atmosphere and pretty much just unbalancing I want to put a chemistry. In, I want to put a pin in that real quick and okay. think that in only four episodes, I really changed you because this is what I really thought you were going to say. <laughs> Old cynical Joby would have said that. <laughs> uh, it should have been the number one charitable donation of all time. He's a British man. On our... <laughs> Maybe he should have, but dude, I can't. I can't really shit on ten billion dollars. You, you you can't. It's no. nothing to sneeze at. I mean. W- when he, no, gave, that's when he gave like 50 cents to the, what was it, at Christmas time, it was like the Salvation Army or something like that. Yeah, I think yeah. we talked about it. He gave like $950 million. But it's still, he was like, you can't look at it in, that, you can't look at it in like terms of. It's like giving 95 cents. Yeah, but you can't look at it in terms of for me. the amount versus the wealth the person has. A million dollars is still a million dollars. His $950 million is still going to help a lot of people, I mm-hmm. hope, unless the charity yeah, and he actually has. I pause on it because I did. I also researched this, and I want you to read this out loud. He has. You know, this I'm is, gonna start doing research, Joby. This is written by here. I'm going to. I want you to just listen, okay? Mm-hmm. This is written by the New York Times, an author from the New York Times, and a doctor co-wrote okay. this. Okay, do- all right, and a doctor. Uh, the New York Times person was Karen W E I S E Karen Weiss. Um. Would you agree the New York Times is a... It's a, supposed to be a reputable source. Okay, so written by... Co-written by Doctor and New York Times. Uh, all right. Okay. I printed this out I online. I think I've heard of Can- that Karen Weiss lady before. Okay. So this all was... Right. I got this online, printed it out. This is for <laughs> you to read. read it. Okay. okay? These, gonna, are all, these are all my, facts. going to test my skills right now. Jeff Bezos, Amazon's chief exec- executive and world's richest man, said on Monday that he was committing $10 billion to address the climate crisis in a new initiative he called the Bezos Earth Fund. The BEF. <laughs> the Beth. The Beth. This move is in star contract to Bezos' history of philanthropy, whose largest con- contribution to date was previously $2 billion to help homeless families and build preschools. Which was also nice. $2 billion is nothing to shake a stick <laughs> Again, at. Again, nothing to shake a stick at. Doctors and economists speculate as... Louder. <laughs> doctors and economists <laughs> speculate as to the reason for such a drastic change. One doctor speculated it was largely, if not solely, due to an event which occurred only hours before the announcement. This event, of course, uh, the uploading of Polarhouse's podcast discuss- <laughs> discussing Jeff Bezos' fortune. 
Dr. Costanzo, a highly regarded clinician in this field, has analyzed the timeline and believes the culturally influential podcast was the catalyst to Bezos' decision to donate such a large portion of his wealth. Dr. Costanzo is quoted as stating, future economists will come to refer to that phenomenon as the pop effect. Joby, we changed the world! We did. We <laughs> changed the world, Joby! It, it had to be. I mean... Joby, nothing else was different. Nothing else was different in the world. We made a podcast. All of a sudden, Jeff Bezos donates $10 billion, Joby. There's no such thing as a coincidence, and I am a strong believer in manifesting your own reality. Joby. So we talked about you? Bezos... Fixing the whole, he could fix the whole thing by himself. And look, look what he did. Ten billion. Boom. Two computers. Yep. Two microphones. That's all it takes. And a, and a Henry sponsorship. And mm -hmm. we changed and we changed the climate. Duncan, too. They're big. Duncan. Yep. We'll take you too, Duncan. That's right. Hit us up. Can you believe that? That's that's wild. Uh, this Dr. Costanzo guy. Dr. Sounds Costanzo. Like, he sounds like he really knows what he's talking about. Yeah. Do you know mm -hmm. who the who the co-writer was for uh, that was also a doctor? No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was me, Joby. Yeah, we all know you're a doctor, Dane. <laughs> I can't believe you tricked me into that. Yeah, I got you. I got yeah, you there. you did. It really was. <laughs> Joby, nothing I said was a lie, though. This is how the media tricks you. Literally nothing I said was a lie. I printed this out from online. Okay. Okay. Because I sent it to myself in an email. <laughs> okay. The first paragraph was really written by Karen. Okay, I was The rest say, was written by Dr. Kozlevkar. <laughs> Dr. Costanzo really did say that. He said that he, he did give his... He did. I think he was being sarcastic with me. I'm not sure. <laughs> well, hey, he, he wasn't the only one who thought that we had a, a, our impact. Our impact was made. Mm -hmm. Bezos was listening. I mean, who knows? Are they listening to all of our computers anyway? Could be. Phones. If you have an Amazon app on your phone. Absolutely. Right into his ear. I think he does. Could be. I'm pretty sure he's one of our of our six listeners. There, there you go. He might yeah. be the seventh, actually. I, I was going to say, if he <laughs> wasn't, he should be now. And he definitely is now after taking our idea. Absolutely. And, and running with it. He $10 billion dollars worth. He subscribed. But yes, I do I do think that we need to... And I think this is, this is his $10 billion. You obviously want to make something start happening with that amount of money. I think his goal is not to just... Um, combat the human aspect of it, mm. but also, you know, figure out, like, I'm sure, I, I don't know how much the ozone layer, if there's still a hole in that, I'm pretty sure there is, that probably affects I think they it. they plugged it up. They plugged it up with trash. <laughs> I don't, don't think that's Sp accurate. Space junk. <laughs> it, it comes back down and it sticks in the ozone layer. I, it is It is repairing though, isn't it? That, yeah, I think the ozone layer, That and that's that's like a big argument for climate change activists. That it Say, fixed saying that, itself? No, that we fixed it. Because, well, do you know what caused the hole in the ozone layer? It was and like it was aerosols science. and stuff like aerosols, that, Aerosols, right? chlorofluorocarbons. Mm -hmm. So they were in all the aerosol. People were spraying all that shit all over the place, you know, in their homes. Oh, so they're saying that once we stopped we were using, using that. We were using that for, for, it was a propellant. So anything that needed to be sprayed, we were probably using it on crops and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Putting up the atmosphere, caused the hole in the ozone layer. We, the Big evil government said, stop using chlorofluorocarbon, CFCs. They took them all. All companies had to take them out of their products because mm -hmm. they were illegal. 25 years later, a hole, hole in the ozone layer. So if we really want to fix the earth, all we have to do is get rid of humans, essentially. Well, yeah, that, definitely. That's where we thought we were going that's, with the... With the uh, that's where I was going with the coronavirus, number one. Oh. And, you know, I, I mean, dude, some, uh, of, my honestly, some of my favorite it, movies of all time are the ones... 
where a virus comes and like starts taking people out. Like what? World War Out, Z? Outbreak was cool. No, nah, see, that's that's zombies though. That turned into zombies. Well, I, it's a virus. Right. Yeah, it's still a virus, but I, I I like outbreak. I was talking about outbreak the other day. It was cool. Ooh, twenty eight days later. That's a good zombie virus I movie. I never saw that movie. Oh my god, it's terrifying. Yeah, I know. Fast it was zombies. A, fast out. zombies. It was the first one with very fast ones. And, yeah. And the way they did it, like they were coming right at you, ready to start tearing in. I would love. I I think I would thrive in a zombie apocalypse. I've said this mm. before, Joby. I would be king in that world. Oh yeah, king. The, the, the only problem is you have to survive that first Easy. zombie thrust. Easily. You just gotta be faster than the guy next to you. That first zombie I thrust. I know. Well, I don't know. You gotta have a lot of you know of who's not gonna survive, have... Joby? Skinny jean wearing liberal well, that... Yeah, you kinda, kinda gotta throw those guys. I'm... They're fodder. Yeah, they're can't... they're, they're the meat betas. shields, Joby. I might be liberal, but I'm no beta. <laughs> you got me? You got me, pal? <laughs> yeah. You hear me, sir? Yeah, what's with the glasses tonight? You trying to be like me or what? No, they're my, uh, they're my, they're not even like glasses. Glasses. I have LASIKs. Um, oh, okay. They're for like computer screens. Well, they make everything a little bit uh the the blue light. Okay. Filtering. Oh, okay. Yep. Nice. Well, when I get my Medicare for all, I'm gonna get contacts. I think. Go, oh, dude. Just get LASIKs. I don't. It's it's, ex- heard, it's expensive. expensive, but I heard it wears off too after like so 20 it years. doesn't it doesn't wear off and. Okay, we're gonna have a LASIK discussion now. We once we have this LASIK discussion, maybe we could get one of those. We have to go LASIK people sponsor this sponsor. podcast. Well, yes, he'll, he'll do it. I know there's local guys around here. Doctor Boland did mine. Okay. He's excellent. He's one of three doctors in America that do this like special retinal surgery. So he's like fantastic. Like it's like super complicated. Mm-hmm. So LASIK surgery is like a joke compared to that. Okay. Um. So. They monitor your eyes for like six months. You have to go and make sure that your eyes aren't changing still, like getting worse, anything mm-hmm. like that. Once they make sure that your eyes aren't changing, they could do the surgery so long as you're within a certain range. Um, and then like my whole surgery took from the moment I laid down on the table to the moment I sat back up, less than two minutes. They knock you out? No. No? No, they gave me a value. Less than two minutes. Less than two minutes. Oh, it's it's ridiculous it's how quick. What? Yeah. It's, Sounds expensive. How expensive? Is my insurance going to cover any of it? $2,000 an eye. 2000 an eye. But think about this, Joey. Think about, because I calculated over the course of my life how much I was going to spend on contacts, mm-hmm. contact solution, mm-hmm. new frames, everything like that. Yeah. The only thing that's going to get worse that they can't correct is um, farsightedness. So okay. like, eventually you're going to need, I will need reading glasses most likely. Okay. Because they can't correct that. Right. But it's like the weirdest part of it, they lay you down. And you, you don't feel anything because, one, there's no nerve endings in your eyes, so you can't feel anything. Mm. But you, you're you supposed to look at this light and they you feel – you don't feel anything. It's almost like a, a, a pressure, mm-hmm. but you smell a burning because it's literally – it's a laser that's cutting your eye with – you know. So you smell a little bit of like burning meat. Like kind of when you're <laughs> like at the dentist and they start drilling into you yeah. and you get that little burning. But worse because it's your eye. Yes. But not worse because right. you're taking value. And, and, and you're not really feeling it <laughs> yeah. on account of the, the nerve endings. Yep. So there's no nerve endings or eyes. So you don't feel right. it. He flips it open uh-huh. with this little tool, flips it open, and in that eye you're blind because... The way your eye works is it takes light and it yeah. refracts it back to the nerve and it sends it to your brain. So you can't see in that eye. Okay. Then the laser shoots some things, makes some little 
little scar tissue so it forms it the right way something yep flips it back making my eyes water thinking about it fixes fixes the incision (laughs) goes on to the next eye each eye took about 45 seconds that's crazy yep four thousand dollars well (laughs) hey but you can see and i've had glasses for my entire life Mm -hmm. but yeah we could it was it was hands down the best decision i ever made i almost the very next day so i got that surgery okay the very next day i almost crashed my motorcycle because i was driving down um up near my house, there's this road called Stillwater Stretch, and there's mountains on either side of it. And I almost crashed my motorcycle because I'm looking up on the mountain because I could see at the top of the mountain the individual tree branches. That's awesome. Yeah, I have 20, how, 2015 in each How well now. you can see. Yeah, it was that, it was unbelievable. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, the thought has crossed my mind, but I want to get rid of my glasses or at least be able to take them off sometimes and then just put them on for yeah, doctor would, purposes, aesthetics. I would still keep frames because like it's a doctor. the only thing that makes you seem intellectual. Mm-hmm. But. <laughs> that's all there is to it. <laughs> Definitely, if you need glasses in a pinch, you got to have your smart-looking glasses at the ready. Yeah. So there was one other thing I want to talk about. Okay. Shoot. <laughs> it is an app that I saw, okay? Mm-hmm. It's for, for women okay. that feel unsafe. Mm-hmm. Where if you feel unsafe, you you hold the button, and as long as you're holding it, um, like it, it keeps you in contact with the police. They'll send out police, everything like that. If you let it go, you have to type in a code within like 15 seconds. Otherwise, they'll send police to your location immediately. Someone will like call you, text you to see if you're okay, everything like that. So what is like for if there's like a creep creeping on you? Exactly. It's like a creep app. Yep. So. Typical police response time on a good day, what would you say? A couple minutes. Five minutes? Five minutes. On a great day? Yeah. Maybe four minutes? Right. This app, I hate when you try to create a solution where there is already a great solution. Mm. If every single woman walking around at night had a gun, okay, (laughs) there would be a lot less chance. If Johnny Stalker knew that Susie, Susie Crop Top... Okay. Old Susie asking for it. Was yeah, Susie asking for it in her crop top. <laughs> was carrying a forty-five with hollow points. Honestly, like I hate, I hate these. I've stopped Again, creeping. In. Like, that, like apps like that are necessary for like college campuses and stuff like that. Like, absolutely. But like when I go away, if I'm I'm going away in a bachelor party mm-hmm. in a month, when I go, the last bachelor party I went on. Christine and I ran through cold drills with an empty shotgun of, if someone breaks in the house, here's what you do. And Christine's stupid question is always, well, how do I know if I could shoot them or not? If they come in the house, you could shoot them. You give them a little warning, and then you unload it. This, this reminds me of uh, another article I read this week, the last part, where they're saying that uh, we shouldn't be doing these live shooter drills with kids because it's messing them up. What do you think? I kind of agree with that. Yeah. Only because... Because you, you don't set a fire when there's a fire drill, you know? So... Well, not for that reason. It's... Because there, there's... A, some some of these drills that they're doing, they're having the police come in with actual, like, you know... Yeah. Actual, like, blanks and, you know, making the noises and going through the... So I the, don't... I don't think it's bad for the kids. I don't think it messes up the kids at all. When you're a kid, you think everything's a joke. Right. You know, the kids, kids can't understand the gravity of that situation. Kids can't grasp... Until it's actually, like, happening, the gravity of an active shooter. Like, a third grader can't, you can't wrap your mind about it. Like, honestly, when I was a kid, I couldn't wrap my mind around the fact that my grandmother died. It didn't didn't settle in, you know? And it's the same way. Right, little kids. So, I almost think it's unnecessary, so why do it? Well, they should, I mean, I could see doing emergency drills and, you know, maybe 
maybe do a, a, a stay a stay in place like a you know shelter in place drill mm-hmm. but you know to have people come in with with blanks and you know yeah, shoot rounds in the halls doesn't I think it's good like for it's the something. teachers yeah the teachers should know what to do I, I mean yeah and, and at, like up at Christine's school she did do that they yeah. had like I, I'm pretty sure they even had like gunshots and everything not real bullets obviously mm, but right. like the noise and everything just yeah. so well, that's what I'm saying. I'm wondering if that's traumatizing the kids instead of making it more safe. Again, I don't think they can understand it. And I mean, you know, then middle schoolers are like ball busters in high school, too. The, like you said, everything's a big joke. So Yeah. I mean, jeez, I, I didn't think I could be hurt until I was like 20. But you know how fragile kids are these days. There are, snow, there are little snowflakes. But... Hey, you gotta like. No, half the, worry half about the time, like when kids get upset about stuff, it's because someone tells them they should be upset about it. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah, it, I mean, it really is. But I mean, don't don't you like we? I had a big argument with, um, well, not my friend anymore on Facebook, but someone that we both know yeah. about. It was a big thing of this same argument. It was like this little ring that you wear that has like a little blade on it. If a woman's running and mm. someone attacks her to kill her or rape her, she can jab him in the eye. It's like, have a gun on you. Just have a gun. And this person You just argued, want everybody to have a gun, don't you? Yes. The world would be safer. No, but this person argued, this is, oh, still makes me mad. <laughs> that. Oh. <laughs> no, it does. It burns me up. He goes, why does, why does the person attacking her, uh, why should he have to forfeit his life? Or why should his life be in jeopardy? Why, like, why oh, is. Oh, the attacker's life. The attacker's life. It's like. It just because he's attacking her doesn't mean that he deserves to die. It's like, well, kind of does in that situation. It's like he would not be forfeiting his life if he didn't attack this woman. So once you do that, absolutely, whatever happens to you yeah. happens to you at that point. You got to make better decisions. Exactly. I mean, that's survival of the fittest, right there. It's not even survival of the fittest. It's like if if you if you are trying to do harm to someone else again if you yeah, attack right. a woman that's running yes. on a trail in the middle of the woods you're either going to rape her or kill you're, her you're or going to both. do something bad right yeah. your intentions are to do something bad you're yeah. not gonna, you don't want to like you know and so at that point in my mind you forfeit nice your life 100 percent. if that woman has a gun tough tough for you yeah. I, hey i can't really argue with that too much but this person did and there are people who would i'm and not there arguing are, and there I, are I, people I, who I'm would i'm not gonna get into that and i'll tell you what joby they're not on my side of the aisle I guess. They definitely live with their girlfriend's boyfriend. <laughs> That's like my favorite argument. <laughs> Don't you use my own arguments against me, <laughs> even to agree with me. No, I can't I, I can't say that, you know, oh, oh poor, the poor uh, rapist, soon-to-be rapist, uh, getting shot. You know, I mean, you'd hope that maybe they could get one in the kneecap and then just run away. But Again, and that was, that, that was the I argument mean, with the knife. It's like, well, you could jab him in the eye. Do you like think about the situation? You're getting attacked. You just, what are the chances you're going to be able to jab them in the eye? Right. What are the chances someone's running at you? You're going to be able to aim at their leg and shoot them. Right. You just shoot them. Chances are, if you aim at the center of their chest and unload six rounds, you might hit them with one mm-hmm. in that situation. Right. It's yeah, it, it, it's, it's it's unrealistic to expect. Again, I I wish there wasn't a need for a woman to need that. Oh, gun absolutely. To... I I agree. But it, if you're trying to protect yourself, it's better than a friggin' knife ring. I know, <laughs> dumbest thing. Well, that's like I think that's the fundamental, the fundamental difference between a liberal and a conservative, where both of us want that woman to be safe, 
but you want the woman to be safe because everyone's nice. And everyone's nice. And, right. Yes. And I want the woman to be safe because right. she carries a gun because, and lives in the real world. Because our parents taught us not to rape. Yes. That's why well, no, I Joby, think that woman no should be safe. No one had to tell me not to rape anyone. Well, I mean, that's, that's not what I mean, but some people don't. Some people really don't ever get that lesson. No, like no, it's true. It's and, and it, that's I think I think that was the argument this person was trying to make too. It's like you don't know this person's history and blah right. blah blah what they went through. It's like yes, that's true, but you're really making a bad decision here. And you know, Susie Crop Top doesn't deserve to be the recipient of your bad decision. Exactly. Yeah. So we are at thirty-four-ish yeah. minutes. Yeah. So I think we should say, I'm, well. While we're talking about apps, and I've always had this idea for an app. I don't Joby, know if I don't told you about ideas? it. Ideas? Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> it's it's been done. It's I've seen this idea on other things. I think Larry David did it last year it, on the on Curb Your Enthusiasm. He made it like a love contract. It, it's it, kind of lo- along the same lines as the creep alarm. Okay. So you know, kind of to cut down on. Well, Larry didn't want his girlfriend telling anybody about the quality of the sex. <laughs> so he wanted to sign a love contract, but I always think it'd be a cool idea to have an app. I mean, to kind of take the romance out of it, but a consent app. So like, no, it should be. So there's never any question. Like both, both partners pull up the consent app and they, you know, they yeah. got to do something, fingerprint, face recognition, something that they both consented. I mean, this would definitely help. I mean, probably it's... would never help me, but like, if you're like a, quarter, <laughs> yeah, I mean, Joby, if, what's you're the like, <laughs> if you're like a college quarterback or something, I always think about this, like for, you know, the, the guys, young guys that have something to lose and I don't know, maybe I'm, maybe I'm a misogynist, but no, like, no, yeah, Joby. It seems like guys it's... like that always get wrapped up in like, you know, false accusation and sometimes and, and those... real accusation stories. But if they had the consent app, there would be none, no, no need for that. If if someone comes for, like that's good because if some if a woman comes forward and says that she was raped or taken advantage of or this or that, she should, every, in every single instance, be given the benefit of the doubt. But you still need to prove it. Yeah. And like people's lives were ruined because they had these false accusations right. that were. And it again, works I, both ways. It exactly works. The 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 terrible thing is that there's little to no consequences for the woman who lies about it that yeah that's messed up yeah that's really it's, messed it's, up it's, it's, it's messed up when there's like that brock turner dude and he he raped he is that the guy from the alley and, that uh, but i don't know but i think the he, swimmer i don't yeah he was but he had a lot of money and he got off real light i, think he I don't did, know like, if that's the same one but there was one the swimmer the guy his father was quoted as saying something like i feel like his name was peter mm. um quote is saying like uh, a night of bad decisions shouldn't ruin the rest oh, of his yeah. life and, it's and, like the judge that was, kid, the judge was all, like, he wouldn't do well in jail. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah no you're, shit. <laughs> yeah, you're right, judge. So hang him. Like, again, right. this is this is the same scenario of, yeah. okay, you proved that he did this. Yeah. That woman yeah, should not yeah. have been the recipient of his bad decision. Exactly. Go hang him in the street. I don't care. Yeah. With but, that guy. But, but there, like, there should was be another... consequences for a woman that that, def- that says something that's not true. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's still a lie. There, know, was, there was another... It can still adversely affect a, a, a guy's life. Mm-hmm. There was a, a case... And I don't know the name of this guy either, but he was accused. He went to jail for like four years, and then she got caught bragging about it. Someone recorded her about, you know, saying she made it up and everything. He was released from jail after like five years. He was like a big football prospect and everything like that, past his prime and everything. Yeah. Life is ruined. And there was no consequences to her whatsoever. Yeah. She should go to, like, honestly, like what... 
Hey, there's because she felt like lying about it, and it, that's probably like that's said, probably rare. You know, you're supposed to believe vic- believe victims, but well, but you still you have know, to prove there it, has though. to be yeah, there should be some kind of burden to proof. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, even Kobe, Kobe got hung up on, on mm-hmm. that, and you and know, they, still they, they settled out of court, and yeah, there's still people calling him a rapist. And, yeah, and and it's and I'm pretty sure it's the same thing where she came out and finally admitted, yeah. or they settled out of court. They that settled it never, out of court. Yeah, it never happened. But even even if even if the charges are dropped, he's still branded. He was still yep, branded for the was. rest of his life. He was. He was. He had to change his number. Yeah. <laughs> so it's terrible. Hey, they, they get a new Kobe. Not the number eight was a rapist. I forget whose joke that was. It was a fu- it was a funny joke. I think it might have been Chris Rock or something. He's like number eight was a rapist, not twenty four though. <laughs> <laughs> I feel terrible laughing about that. I know. R.I.P. Kobe. Yes. R.I.P. Especially is that uh, terrible, terrible situation. Yeah, Terrible topic to go out on, Joby. Right. Sorry, I didn't mean to I think leave should, us on a bummer. We should thank Bezos. Thank you. Thank you, Jeffrey. Thanks, Jeff. For your donation. Feel free to give another $10 billion to education. Gosh, you're just never happy, are nope, you? No, I'm not. Not when, you have, not when you have 80 bill. Yeah, but... Uh, so you give 10 bill to the climate, 10 bill to education, and you're still sitting on 60 billion. That's enough to run for president, like Mike, Mike Bloomberg. Joey, we can't. We can't. We're already at 41 minutes here. We can't talk. Oh, good luck, Bernie this. tonight. Bernie's gonna take down Bloomberg on no, po- on no politics. Go, Bernie. Thank you, Jeffrey, and thank you to President Trump for running this country so smoothly. Have a great night. Thank you to all of our maybe seven. Ten. I think we have ten now. Ten. ten good viewers. for us. Mm-hmm. And we're changing the world. Me, you, and Jeff. One podcast at a time. One podcast at a time. Thank you, everyone, for watching. Have a great night. Bye. Or day. I don't know when they're listening. Not me neither. <laughs>